Clearshore presents The Path of Our Lives by Steve Blank. July 8th, 2014 at steveblank.com Some men see things as they are and say, why? I dream things that never were and say, why not? Robert Kennedy and George Bernard Shaw I got a call that reminded me that most people live their life as if it's predestined, but some live theirs fighting to change it. At 19, I joined the Air Force during the Vietnam War. Out of electronic school, my first assignment was to a fighter base in Florida. My roommate, Glenn, would become my best friend in Florida and Thailand as we were sent to different air bases in Southeast Asia. On the surface, Glenn and I couldn't have been more different. He grew up in Nebraska, had a bucolic childhood that sounded like he was raised by parents from Leva to Beaver. I didn't. Growing up in a New York City apartment that seemed more like an outpatient clinic. Yet somehow we connected on a level that only 19-year-olds can. I introduced him to Richard Brodigan, and together we puzzled through R.D. Lang's The Politics of Experience. We explored the Everglades and discovered firsthand that the then-new National Park didn't have any protective barriers on their new boardwalks into the swamps, and that alligators sunning themselves on a boardwalk look exactly like stuffed ones, until you reach out to touch them. In Thailand, I even figured out how to sneak off base for a few days, cross Thailand via train, visit him in his airbase, and convince everyone I had been assigned to do so. Not easy with a war on. The chaos, the war, our age, and our interests bonded us in a way that was deep and heartfelt. Yet when the Vietnam War wound down, we were both sent to bases in different parts of the U.S., and as things happen, as we grew older, more people and places came between us, and we went on with our lives and lost touch. Four decades later. Last week I got an email with the subject line that only someone who knew me in the Air Force could have sent. While that caught my attention, the brief note underneath stopped me in my tracks. It read, You have crossed my thoughts through the years. The other night you appeared in my dreams. I actually remembered it in the morning and googled your name. By God, there you were. A bit overwhelming. You bet it was overwhelming. It's been forty years since I last heard from Glenn. On the phone together, I spent an hour with an ear-to-ear grin as both of us recounted when we were young, crazy, and stupid stories. Stories I still won't tell my children, which makes me grateful it was life before social media documented every youthful indiscretion. Glenn even reminded me of my nickname, which still makes me cringe, The feel of long-forgotten camaraderie let me wallow in nostalgia for a while. But as Glenn began to catch me up with the four decades of his life, it was clear that while we both had the same type of advanced electronics training, both had been on the same air bases, and essentially both had been given the same opportunities, our careers and lives had taken much different paths. As he talked, I puzzled over why our lives ended up so different. Listening to him, 
I realized I was hearing a word I would never use to describe my life. Glenn used the word predestined multiple times to describe his choices in life. His job choices were predestined, where he lived was predestined, who he married and divorced had been predestined. I realized that our world views and how we lived our lives differed on that one single word, predestined. The Path of Our Lives While the call brought me back to when we were foolish and fearless, thinking about how Glenn lived his life troubled me. It took me a while to figure out why. I wasn't bothered about anything that Glenn did or didn't accomplish. It was his life, and he seemed happy with it. Hearing his voice brought back those days of enthusiasm, exploration, adventure, and unlimited horizons. But listening to forty years of a life lived summed up as preordained felt like a sharp reminder of how most people live their lives. Glenn's world view wasn't unique. Most people appear to live an unexamined life, cruising through the years without much reflection about what it means and or taking what life hands them and believing it's all predestined. As I've gotten older, I've come to grips that the unexamined life is what works for most people. Most take what they learned in school, get a job, marry, buy a house, have a family, become a great parent, serve their God, community, and country, hang with friends, and live a good life. And for them, that's great. Some do want more out of life, but blame their circumstances on others, their parents, or government, or spouse, or lack of opportunities, but almost never on their own lack of initiative. Initiative means change, and change is hard for most. Clearly, there are still pockets in the world where opportunities and choice are limited, but they are shrinking daily. Perhaps the most painful to watch are those who wake up later in life thinking, I could have or I should have. Pushing the Human Race Forward Whether we have free will or whether our lives are predestined, has been argued since humans first pondered their purpose in life. The truth is, we won't know until the second coming, or the solution of the many worlds theory. But what we know with certainty is that there is a small set of humans who don't act like their lives are predestined. For better or worse, regardless of circumstances, country, or culture, they struggle their entire lives wanting to change the outcome and a small percentage of these translate the wanting to change into acting on it. This small group is dissatisfied with waiting for life to hand them their path. They act, they do, they move, they change things. Those born into poverty actively strive to change their own lives and that of their children. Those who want to start a company or join one quit their job and do it while others try to change their political system or fight for social or environmental justice. And the irony is while the individual stories are inspiring, they are trying to tell a much bigger story. These misfits, rebels, and troublemakers have been popping up in stories for thousands of years. Every culture has myths about larger-than-life heroes who rose from the nothing. 
This archetype is a recessive gene common to all cultures. They are the ones that make things happen. They are the ones that push the human race forward. This is what makes and drives entrepreneurs. Our heads are just wired differently. You are the master of your own fate. The world is much different than when Glenn and I were young and foolish. In the past, even if you did feel this spirit of adventure, you had no idea how and where to apply it. Barriers of race, gender, or location threw up roadblocks that seemed insurmountable. The world is much smaller now. The obstacles aren't gone, but they are greatly diminished. Everyone within reach of a smartphone, tablet, or computer knows more about entrepreneurship and opportunity and where to get it than all of Silicon Valley did 40 years ago. There's no longer an excuse not to grab it with both hands. As far as we know, this life isn't practice for the next one. For entrepreneurs, the key to living this one to the fullest is the understanding that you can choose, that you do have a choice to affect the journey and change the rules, that you can decide to give it your best shot to do something, something extraordinary. If your passion is startups and innovation, and your community, region, or country doesn't have an entrepreneurial culture and community, help start one. If there's no funding for startups in your community, get up and move to where it is. If you're in a company frustrated with the lack of opportunity, change jobs. You are master of your own fate. Act like it. Lessons learned. The same destiny overtakes us all. It's what you choose to do with your life in between that makes the difference. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.